Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Totally Wong Podcast. Uh, Eric Wong here. Just before we get started, I want to give a quick shout out to OK LoCook. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. It's O-K-L-O-K-O-O-K. Um, they put great podcasts with good topics, has a wide range of interesting topics, including awesome pop culture references that I enjoy. It's great that I can have laugh too. The show is awesome, and I hope he continues. Well, I hope I continue too. Um so we got a two-part episode here for you today. Um, well, it's part one of a two-parter. Uh, part one is on John Bonet Ramsey, and part two will be on Casey Anthony. So um, I have my friends Tommy Simon and Zachary Greenover, and we kind of talk about uh, John Bonet Ramsey, what we remember from when it happened, because we're roughly around the same age. Um, so it's pretty interesting. Uh, it's not like investigative reporting. It's more along the lines of us talking about the case and what we know about it and just having a good conversation on it. Um, so I hope you enjoy and, uh, I hope you're staying safe. Um, hope everyone's doing good. So, uh, without further ado, here's the episode. That's how I met you. That's how you yeah. became friends. And that's how you, I became you, you friends. You never with went you. to like Lincoln, right? No. Okay, I don't know why I thought you did. I saw. I saw. I was, him I was a late addition in seventh grade. Came from the this city. Strain, she, uh, so I was. I think for height wise, she had me in the middle. Yeah. Between the, like she you was, and John Dodge. Yeah. And she leans over and she goes, "All right, Eric's our main guy in the middle right here." And uh, like her blouse is on button. I just remember going, "Oh my god." I thought she was into me for one moment. I and the like, wor- you know what the worst part about that was? When she leaned over and I could see down her, her shirt. I'm 13. There's no such thing as self-control. Oh, God. So I am trying to think of every like non-arousal like arousal thing I can think of. And it just doesn't work. There was... I, there were like two moments when I'm like she bent over and she was like, I really, I really believe in your voice. I'm like, oh, my God. Is she... She the one me? time you're hoping someone's a pedophile, a hundred percent. Like, is she into me? <laughs> she was a teacher that, like, she was so hot. She's like the ones you read the articles about oh, sleeping for, with students. Oh, for sure. But it, that wasn't really a thing when we went. That that became like a thing. Oh, we're not friends on Facebook. Oh, wait, we aren't. <laughs> I thought we were. I just noticed. <laughs> oh, because it was sideways. Ooga booga. Yeah. Ooga booga. Um, Dude, I remember like being in course. It's definitely long class. Oh yeah, she was. I had the biggest crush on her. I remember just to find out that she's a fucking lesbian. Good for her, though, man. <laughs> I'm mean, upset. I, I think good for her. When did you but find fuck, out, about man? It? When did you did you find out in like eighth grade? I found out because I moved you halfway moved. through seventh grade. Yeah. I moved to Stream One, and then I moved back here after my sophomore year. I'm yeah. leaving names out, by the way. So oh yeah, no worries. I remember, no, I remember you, I remember you I didn't you know we were already recording. You're like, dude, stop. You, I, oh, I just, you just like cut the stuff off and then you just no. start when we're like, it's hey, more natural. welcome it's, to the it's, totally it's, long podcast. I've been doing it this way because it's more natural than doing an intro. So what I do is like, I'll record the intro, 
before the episode airs. So I'll be like, oh, today in this episode, I got Zachary Green and Tommy Simon. You know, and that way, in case I have any shout outs I got to do, I do that in the little monologue. There's not a lot of uhs and oohs, and it's yeah, seamless uh, transition. Man, uh, I forgot um, about I was totally so, just like so, talked about it. So awkward in middle school, though. I, oh my god, I had, I had the creepiest crush Dude. on Halloween. It was we all kind of did. I mean, um, yeah. not not so much anymore. But when you found out when we were in Countryside, you found out she worked at the McDonald's in Countryside. You wanted to go like all the time. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. I went there. I went there one time. No, and uh, no, you can't. You can't get out of this. I remember. <laughs> yo, should we go to McDonald's? And yo, should we go? Okay, to so McDonald's? Here, so here, should we go to McDonald's? Here's the thing about that. The funny thing about that. Uh, so from eighth grade, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I think you'll agree with me. From eighth grade into high school, that summer I hit a growth spurt and I had I hit puberty. Bastard. So I looked good. I don't know. So in, by, what's in, that like? In eighth grade, in, in eighth grade, I was five five and like twenty pounds overweight. So by the time we started freshman year, I grew. Yeah, you did grow. And I thinned <clears> out. <throat> I had a good haircut. Yeah, you did. I got contacts. So I, I, in a way, I had some like confidence to work. I, I a actually high school debut there, but I would go to talk to her, like for it was like the first time I actually was able to talk to her without being overly nervous. But then I just got rejected. It's like ah, whatever. Guys, we should go to we should go to McDonald's, right? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> Let's go to McDonald's. Oh, we were getting tired of it. I, I wish I could verify that. Irony of those of this conversation is I haven't had McDonald's in over five years now. Nice. Brag. I demand a Why recount. No, for real. I had McDonald's. Someone handed you a nugget no. one time in the last five maybe, years. Maybe, okay, maybe a in the fry. last In the last, you're telling me in the last a eight, fry. 1,800 days. Hey, man. A fry. You yes. haven't had one nugget. Take a hit of this nug, man. <laughs> I can't. I'm, McDonald's free. Nah, man, it's good shit. It's all <laughs> it's pure white meat. It's good shit. It's good shit. <laughs> All right, let's talk about what we came here to talk about. Are we yeah. on the episode? Yeah. No. <laughs> My phone bill. <laughs> we came here to talk let's about Let's talk that. about Tommy's phone bill. What, you got T-Mobile? Nah, dude. Straight talk. Ooh. I have an S10 Plus that's paid off. By Cricket. <laughs> and then I just use this to talkie. Bye. Honestly, like, why not? This uh, is 40 bucks. Yeah. I see. So, uh, the year was 1996. Christmas was a time of family, laughter, and love. For children, it was a time for Santa Claus and presents. No one would expect the murder of a lifetime to take place. I like how we were talking about puberty before this, and then we just slip into child murder. <laughs> Hi, I'm Eric Wong. <laughs> Identity <laughs> theft is not a joke. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about John Bonnie Ramsey. Okay. It's always baffled me. It's... It, it's a mystery. It's it's the Casey Anthony of the '90s for sure, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, you can make that <laughs> connection. Um, huh. I that's can't totally accept. No, no trademark music on my show. Damn it! Right. <laughs> no trademark there. That's royalty free music. It was it was high pitched trumpet. <laughs> uh, do you guys remember anything about when John Money Ramsey died? Because we were almost actually the same. <laughs> Age. Yeah, she yeah. she was two years two years older than me. Um, I guess school wise, she was two years older than all of us. Yeah. I think she was only a year. About yeah, not too. Well, not her too birthday's much. August 6, nineteen ninety. So oh, yeah, she was in kindergarten, right? Yeah. So, so she had just started kindergarten. She had just turned five. 
Or she just turned six? Yeah, she just turned six. Oh, yeah, she was just like the oldest kid in her grade, right? Mm-hmm. I do remember knowing about it. I remember the the TV movie. I think by the time I saw the TV movie, though, it was like obviously like a year or so later. I remember a 2020 episode that I was uh, watching with my granddad, and he was like, just terrible, terrible. And I saw the picture, and you know how they always do the creepy black and white, like <laughs> negative effect. And I was like, oh, she's a ghost. <laughs> I was legit scared. And then I was like, I remember I had a legit fear that like someone was going to, I was going to be found dead in my, ba- like they're going to find me dead in the basement. Yeah, it's, I don't really, I don't know. My, my family didn't talk about it much. If they did, I don't remember it. We I was, talked about it a lot. I was yeah. too young to I really do remember, comprehend the situation. I do remember being scared by her picture, though, just because at that time I've never seen a child with so much makeup on. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's, uh, it's, and even looking back at it now when you see it's that, just, it's, it's still eerie. It's weird. It's a little. Yeah, a kid should not look like that. No. I'm no, just going to no, throw no. that out there. Especially a kid a should not be dolled up. A kid should be like out in the mud, scraping their knees, like I get you know playing with like a dollhouse. Yeah, she shouldn't be strutting with like a like a dress they that she's gonna fit into for for another six too. months. Basically, yeah, they still do the do the beauty shows, the beauty and the pageants. pageants. It's and it's honestly it's just it's disturbing. And a little yet, bit. um, back to the like with the pageants, like a lot of the family's thought is they think that her being exposed like that. Is the reason why, um, she was targeted? Right. You know, like, um, she was murdered in the basement. There was like a two and a half page ransom note. Yeah. And I, got, I got I got the note here. You have the note. So up. let's go over this. Uh, it's December twenty sixth, nineteen ninety six. Patsy Ramsey walks downstairs down to the back stairs of their uh, Boulder, Colorado home. She found a three page letter, but only three lines stuck out to her. One of them said, we have your daughter. Um, so on Christmas of 96, she was killed in her own home. And uh, it's still it's still open talk about the case. It's like, I think it's still technically an open case. Yeah, it, it is. is. Bo- case, Boulder sure. Police Department still has it open because it's, it's a cold case. But, you know, they can still go back to it whenever they want. Yeah. It's yeah. and the whole thing was just weird. The, the note itself is very strange. And plus, wasn't it in um, whose hand? It was either in the dad's they, or they it, believe it was in Patsy Ramsey. Patsy Ramsey's handwriting, yeah. And uh, they asked. I remember one of the things that stuck out to me was they asked for one hundred and eighteen thousand dollars exactly. Very specific. I'll very read the note. Specific. You want me to read? And it? I think it. that's like really close to what John what was, Bonet was getting for, as like a bonus. Yeah. That so year. John Ramsey was a businessman of a. Uh, company called access graphics which is a computer system company uh and he's actually he's got other kids he was previously married and had that had another marriage that ended in 78 which he had two other children left over from um and they moved to colorado boulder Col- boulder Col- Col- colorado in 1991 um patsy ramsey the mother herself was in the beauty pageants, she won yeah, uh, she Miss was. Virginia, well, or Miss West Virginia, nineteen seventy-seven. Um, so the they, he was known for being having a lot of money. Yeah. Not now. Yeah. It, if he flaunted it, I don't know. I don't think he really did. I I know of the two, uh, Patsy was way more like flamboyant and, and boisterous because she had that background. Yeah, and she did. Um, 
She always like, had her like Christmas had, parties. It was ninety six. Right? Yeah, the Christmas uh, with the Christmas uh, that you that you're mentioning. Uh, a card. Or they like, had vert like like video. They would send video postcards through their. And like, every single room had a Christmas tree in it. Yeah, and then they went. I remember she went. They like did a house tour, which is like, I I don't nowadays they, you they couldn't had, expect. Wasn't it like it was like uh, their house was like designed to be like a Christmas wonderland? Yeah, they had a Santa Claus on the like, whole neighborhood was able to go in their house the mm. day, the before. day before. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. it, the whole thing is just a big mess. All right, um, I guess I'll start by reading the. You want to read the, the note? note? Yeah, go for, uh, for sure. It, it, uh, the reason I wanted to read the notes because people never actually went into detail like the whole you you get a couple snippets but no one ever really reads. Oh yeah, nobody read the whole thing. Okay. Um, listen carefully. We are a group of individuals that represent a small foreign faction. We respect your business, but not the country that it serves. At this time, we have your daughter in our possession. She is safe and unharmed. If you want to see her, if you want her to see 1997, you must follow our instructions. To the letter. You'll withdraw $118,000 from your account. $100,000 will be in $100 bills. The remaining $18,000 in $20 bills. Make sure that you bring an adequate size attached to the bank. When you, Oh, man. I I blew, the, blew it up, and it's just really weird. Hold on. Make sure... That you bring an adequate size attached to the bank. When you get home, you will put the money in a brown paper bag. I will call you between 8 and 10 a.m. tomorrow to instruct you on delivery. The delivery will be exhausting, so I advise you to be rested. If we monitor you getting the money early, we might call you early. Arrange an earlier delivery of the money, and hence an earlier delivery, and it's crossed out. Uh, pickup of your daughter any deviation of my instructions will result in it, the immediate execution of your daughter and you will also be denied her remains for proper burial yeah. the two gentlemen watching over your daughter do not particularly like you so I advise you not to provoke them speaking to anyone of your situation such as police, FBI, etc will result in your daughter being beheaded if we catch you talking to a stray dog, she dies. If you alert bank authorities, she dies. If the money is any way marked or tampered with, she dies. You will be scanned for electronic devices. If there are any found, she dies. You can try to deceive us, but be warned that we are familiar with law enforcement countermeasures and tactics. You stand a 99% chance of killing your daughter if you try to outsmart us. Follow our instructions, and you stand a 100% chance of getting her back. You and your family are under constant scrutiny, as well as the authorities. Don't try to grow a brain, John. You are not the only fat cat around, so don't think that killing would be difficult. Don't underestimate us, John. Use that good southern common sense of yours. It's up to you now, John. It's a very personal like ending, too. Well- I've only heard. I've only heard uh, a couple lines from it. Yeah, even in the news, and never really reported the whole. Usually, thing. we have your daughter, the price, and where it says we are a part of a foreign faction. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the other, the other odd thing about the letter was that it's written from stationery from their house. You think these? So you would think these people who kidnapped her would have like um, would have like prepared 
an actual ransom note beforehand. You know what I mean? Like, it's a little too convenient. It, the, the whole note itself is a little bit more eerie, especially when they talk about your daughter will be beheaded. Right. Some, I don't know, maybe they didn't want to release that part to the press. Yeah, the, and then there's parts of it that are crossed out, which means it was written in haste. Yeah, they, they're like, up. Oh, this is better. Yeah. Or like, this is this is a more... <laughs> we had they had typos. Caught me taking a photo. It was just it's. I sli- thought you were waiting whole, for me to look at you. The whole thing is. <laughs> the whole thing is um. It's uh, it's just fishy in general. It's so weird. Like, they have DNA, but it's no one of the immediate family. Mm-hmm. The uh, like we kind of get out, got onto when uh, Burke was interviewed. Uh, her older brother. Yeah. He was nine when she was... See, murdered. I never heard much about Bert. He just wouldn't stop smiling the Did whole video. And, yeah. and I felt like maybe he was uncomfortable. Well, I mean, he's a kid, so... But, like, it, it kind of, like, makes it look like he's like... <laughs> how many times... You know? are, yeah. How many times as a kid were you put in Even uncomfortable... Even conver- uh, they interviewed un- him recently, too. It's just... It's, the whole thing is eerie. And then there are stories about, like, how he's got a... He had a temper... He always tended to explode and, like, attack when he was upset. I heard a rumor that uh, he possibly was touching her inappropriately and then hit her and then they covered it up. Um, And then it also because wasn't weren't the uh, the 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 strangulation thing that they the Garrett the Garrett thing. Yeah, the garrot. Didn't they wasn't it made of stuff from their house? It was a paintbrush. Yeah, Patsy's Patsy's paintbrush. Yeah. So they completely disregard the note and they call the fucking cops right off the bat. Yeah. And from that moment on is honestly why we can't solve this mystery because the police work was sloppy as fuck. Oh, my yeah. God. Uh, there's people in the house all over like it was some kind of party. Yeah. And so that of, day, the cops should have been like, get the hell out. This is a this is a crime scene. Yeah. They were terribly done, man. The dad brought the daughter up, well, you know what put they, a blanket over that could have had whatever contaminants well, he, on it. Here's what they told him. They told him, search around the house to see if you if anything seems out of place. No, you don't do that. Right. You tell everybody to leave the house. The police do the search. Um, it said that John Ramsey wasn't even seen for a couple hours during and, the whole but, time. Right. But th- at that moment, they didn't know that she was dead. Well, they even, thought she was missing, and they thought someone broke in, and they're like, maybe we could find something if something's missing. Maybe there's fingerprints. Right, but even so, I mean, you can't have people walk around a crime scene. Even a kidnapping, like it, something like even that. Even if it's your happen. own family, you, it, you never know. Right, exactly. He was missing. They, they, the cops said they didn't see John Ramsey for like two hours. He shows up and then uh, asks one of his friends to come with him, and they said almost instinctively he went right to the body. Yeah, in the cellar, you know. And uh, wasn't he gonna gonna leave? Didn't he say he had to get out of there? He was like calling for a plane. He was scheduling like a. He was supposed to go out of town. Departure. He was supposed yeah. to go out of town. I think. Yeah. The whole thing is just. It's the whole thing. The whole situation is just strange. It's well, they said that the body must have been dead for at least ten hours because the, the before uh, they called. Well, with the, the amount of rigor mortis that was set in, mm-hmm. that. The body was there for some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when they found her, there Didn't, were a couple, several things. She did have a garrote over her neck. Mm-hmm. Or, I'm sorry, around her neck. Her hands were loosely tied in front of her. So if you're... What the police were saying, if, if someone is tying up a child, or right. and tying up anybody, you tie... Behind the back. Behind the back, 
this was put almost like last minute, and there was at least like what four inches of. There was definitely a wiggle room for a child to get out. Wiggle room. I wouldn't say wiggle room, but it was very. If you're tying hands together, you tie them wrist to wrist almost. Mm-hmm. There was at least three to four inches of slack. Uh, between her hands, so it didn't even look like. Uh, maybe they did it after she already died. Yeah. They they uh, the examiners later found out that her skull was fractured. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't the cause of death. The garrot and the strangulation was. So they believe they like, said it was strangulation, but the wounds didn't show that it was the garrot because there was also a taser mark. Yeah. I remember that, and uh, they think whoever killed her, maybe they thought they killed her originally by knocking her out. And then it wasn't until they started showing signs of life that they, they strangled her. Yeah. But then you get John Ramsey, who goes down there, moves the body completely, takes the duct tape off the mouth, completely uh, yeah. ruins the crime the crime yeah. scene. There really was no fucking crime scene. There really wasn't. Every chance they had of catching that killer was ruined that very day. Well, yep. and didn't they hadn't First they already previously checked that basement before the body was found in there? I'm not, not sure. Well, they said to start at the top and work down, and then, like you said, he instinctively ran downstairs. Yeah, and they said like he didn't like they said go upstairs and yeah. work from the top down, and yeah. he just runs to the to the down. <laughs> he he just runs to the basement. Yeah, and, and the whole thing is a little. And he, he brings her out, puts a blanket over, her, and you don't know what's on that blanket. You know, it could have ruined any type of DNA. She was, didn't they say she was, she was sexually assaulted too, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then that's inconclusive. Like, was it like, I don't know, for lack of a better term, diluted? Was it planted, you know? Yeah. Like, just to throw someone off, maybe. Right. So they're like, oh, well, if she was assaulted and we didn't do it. Yeah. We didn't do the assaulting. Why would we kill her? And then someone else came in and assaulted her. You know, so. yeah, the whole thing. It's just weird. And then you get the person. I didn't uh, a couple of years ago, some guy who's already in prison. Didn't he like confess to it? Yeah. Car. He would. I the think dude he, in Thailand. I think he was just doing it for publicity. Yeah. People do that. Yeah. They now, do. for the longest they time, could. I don't even think for a, right off the bat, I don't think they initially thought it was the, the family. Because I do remember... Uh, I think the public thought it was a fan. The, the well, they got a lashing from the public. Yeah. The police chief, I remember he said something like, we know you're out there, we're not marking on the list, and soon we're going to find you. you know, you're going to be the last one left. Like He was finding a way to draw somebody out, whether to get them to uh, panic, uh, admit to it. Or panic and do something sloppy. Yeah, or yeah, even... Right. Ki- the they found this guy, like two days later, shot himself. Not only did he have the... I, I know one of the pieces of evidence they found, they found like a shoe print. Yeah. yeah. And, and the, the broken window. Yeah. So when this guy killed himself, they found a taser. Yeah, they did. And then they found a oh, pair shoot. of shoes that would have matched the crime scene. But the DNA didn't match. That's why they're thinking it was actually two people. I forgot. She did have a taser mark. Yeah, right? she did. Uh, now, I remember reading... I watched a oh, couple thanks. documentaries, and one of them said that um, she looked like she had her head hit with like a, a flashlight. 
Yeah, there's a flashlight or a baseball bat. Like, like one of those giant like mag police light type uh, of... mag light. Yeah. But the Ramses even said they didn't even own one, but there was one on the counter. Yeah. <laughs> and they thought that that's one of the things they thought Burke did it. I remember uh, the Dr. Phil interview I saw, and he's like, you didn't hit her in the head? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you sure? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, Mr. Mr. Phil. It's Dr. Phil. And, 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 <laughs> no, and Burke's just like, no, I didn't do it. Uh, he's he's well, I think what really kind of... Burke's a creepy dude. They, they tried <laughs> saying that... He's that alone yeah. all the time. For the longest I'm time. I'm sure this ruined him yeah, socially, too. Yeah. For, and for then the, his mom died shortly after, and then his dad... Is his dad No, but that's still alive. Is he? Yeah. yeah. What were you saying? Uh, one of the reasons why they kept saying originally it was somebody in the house was because they found no footprints, but then someone pointed out the fact, well, no one even checked the backyard. They never, oh, they my did, God. Yeah, that's so I'm right. saying it's sloppy police work because they said there was no snow in the front yard, but then they said, well, if you look at the backyard, because it's so shaded, there was yeah. still snow. And they were trying to say, well, there's like a little basement window mm-hmm. where you kind of had to lift up a, gr- uh, a grate or whatever and then drop down to this little slot and get in. And they tried, they didn't even bother trying it out. And someone said you couldn't fit into it. And then this PI or private detective, whatever. Yeah, he went over. He went over and did it himself. <laughs> and just went right in. Yeah. <laughs> and if you look at the crime scene photos, there's a briefcase or a suitcase right underneath the window. Yeah. Where the guy could have used Got in and got, and got out. out. Yeah. I mean, it's just so many factors. P- sloppy police work is the main factor for like why this is unsolved, in my opinion. And just that the I think the family knew something about it. Well, there are many theories. One of them was a lot of it had to do with the pineapple, the bowl of pineapple they found. Oh yeah, because they found fresh pineapple in her stomach, which showed that she had yeah, eaten. Had eaten, yeah. And then. The, the parents lied and they said she went straight to <laughs> instant replay the parents said you know she went to bed or whatever yeah. but then why was there pineapple on her stomach then if she supposedly went to bed there was and, and then she the, also wet her bed too yeah she did I, I wasn't able to find a, a time frame when she was like ta- was she taken in her sleep was that what happened then they didn't realize that's that. what they don't know they think she was awake when everything happened there was a theory that she wet her bed Patsy was giving her a bath or whatever and you know got a little frustrated with her and then maybe pushed her or something and then she cracked her head on the tub and then she wanted to cover it up then there's a theory that Burke hit her in the head with the bowl of pineapple and like with the with because uh, with the whole story with the pineapple, I do I do remember looking this up. Is um, Patsy's like, well, okay, with the pineapple, Burke said he wanted some pineapple in the middle of the night or something when they got back from the party. So she'd gone downstairs and like made him a fresh bowl of pineapple. And so one of the theories is that John Bernay went downstairs and ate some of his pineapple, and he got upset and hit her with the bowl of pineapple or whatever. Or the, or rather the flash or something about the flashlight, in that was on the well, counter. Yeah, it's like they do they say like the the crack like consisted with like a hit that mm-hmm. could have been a hit from that mag light. Yeah, yeah that's what the coroner said. But it's yeah. like I just don't understand. Like there's there's so many ends. Like the dude that killed himself with the taser. Yeah. Um. Like we're never gonna if he did it. It's like this case is now never going well, to like, be solved. Like they were saying, 
but, two and, days before they opened their house up the whole fucking neighborhood. Yeah. Anybody could have came in and cased that joint. And it, it's bad enough that uh, Patsy and John slept upstairs and Burke and John Bonet slept on the main floor. Which is just weird. I think that's weird. I would never like if I had kids. No. And yeah, no, they're on the top floor because that way they can get out. They, there's warning. I've never understood that. And like, you know, it could have took anybody who was in the house two days ago, walk around and say, I can come in through here. Oh, the kids are on the main floor. Parents sleep upstairs. Makes it easier. Well, then there's the thing like how did if somebody really broke in and did all this, how did Burke not hear it? True. Yeah. You know, there's so many factors. Like, it's just, it, it doesn't, a lot of it doesn't, for like, one theory, it doesn't make sense because of this. And another theory doesn't make sense because of this. Do, do tasers make noise? Like a crack, crackling. You can hear it crack, especially the older tasers, the, the, they were just bulkier. And yeah, you, you can, can, you can hear a crackle. When it, okay. when it goes off, it's like a Gotcha. Like a little snapping sound. And there's no way you're not going to, if you get hit with a taser, even when you're asleep, there's no way you're not going to scream when you get hit with it. it if you've ever been hit by, <laughs> If you've ever been hit with a taser. I've been hit with a taser once. I just don't remember what it sounds like. Oh, God. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I work, I work as a dispatcher for 911. I've heard people on the radio get hit with it. It's just, ah, ah. And it feels like you've been, you're like, it feels you're on like fire? hit with a crowbar. If really? he, with the, with the base one. Like with just the with the just the electric pulse on it, just ah, what the fuck? It hurts. It hurts. It feels like you got hit with like a baseball bat. Well, there's so many theories that possibly could have happened. Uh, I know a lot of the reasons why they blamed the parents though was because it was just the the, the note yeah. necessarily because uh, everybody's handwriting in the family passed except Patsy's. Yeah. Even I look at it, I'm like, that looks pretty damn fucking close. And they put it side by side. It's almost exactly. But there's so many stories now with what happened with the family. Burke did it, and they wanted to hide it. Yeah. Or Mm -hmm. Patsy got uh, aggravated with her, hit her too hard, and then realized what she did. Thought she killed her daughter. Um, You know, one theory is that John John Ramsey was telling Patsy Ramsey what the rope because they said it looked like a woman's handwriting but what a man was saying yeah something a man would say like a male speech pattern they said it was definitely a two-man job well, and also just the, the handwriting looks delib like it's deliberately trying to look like someone else's handwriting too like it's kind of shaky yeah um did they do cursive and manuscript is or is it all cursive uh, I don't think I have I thought it was all do you cursive. have it typed out no no I thought it was I thought it was all manuscript. It wasn't cursive. See, I thought some of the letters looked loopy to me. One um, of the uh, the other theories are that I know that John uh, Patsy only wrote, mostly wrote in cursive. Though when they find all her like look through her stationery, most of it was in cursive. So maybe there's parts where she like forgot to write in regular print. They said if you if you if you were to look at the the pad of paper though. You could tell that they wrote the note twice because the imprints were on there. Oh, really? Yeah. That someone was Damn. writing it fucked up and then restarted it. God. All in all, this shit's just fucking trash. Well, even the way they said the body was found, they said uh, using the, uh, when they used the garrote on it, like that's a in a way like a slow kill weapon. Yeah. They said 
you know, it's almost too, or at least at that time. I mean, there have been fucked up stories since then, but yeah. of a, a parent wouldn't be able to do that to their child. Right, exactly. But then at the same time, the way the body was positioned, it was almost like taken care of. Right, exactly. So, you know, and they say normally when a killer takes care of the body and is gentle with it in some way after mm-hmm. the killing, it shows that it's someone who's familiar with that person. Right, exactly. But then again... The family mainly went under scrutiny. I think a lot more of the fact that she was a child in a beauty pageant. Yeah, I. Th- well, on the topic, she, of, she was a lot more popular. A lot yeah. more people knew who she was, and then you know, it's like, oh my god, this super, Those, she could have chi- been something. Yeah. The child beauty pageants. I think I said it earlier. They're they're, in my opinion, they're disgusting. I remember. I'm. I might be wrong on this because I don't think I wrote it down as a note, but I do remember in a couple documentaries or specials there they mentioned someone at a beauty pageant who claimed to be was going up to people saying she, they, he was john Bonet's real father. father or uncle or something and then when someone kind of called him out on it he ran off yeah. and they had a picture of some guy and they, they showed it to john ramsey he's like i have no clue who this is But there are many, so many theories, but it was so fucked up. I remember they refused to give a statement. They refused to be interrogated. They refused that for, like, the longest time. Like, they didn't want to talk to anyone. And I don't know if it's because they didn't want to seem guilty. Like, or they were trying to piece together a story, trying to, you know. Like, it's so strange that... Uh, It was... (laughs) I kind of want to blame the police on a lot of this. (laughs) Yeah. Because maybe if... Maybe if the police would have done their job, we, A, would have knocked the, figured out right away. It was the parents. They killed them. Or we, they would have been able to clear the parents right off the bat. With no scrutiny from the, from the town yeah. of you know, Boulder. We found X amount of evidence that linked up with this. We know for a fact it wasn't them. We were able right. to cancel it out. But when you got, when you, when you move a body from the crime scene, you're... <laughs> Even the duct tape for crying out loud. It's yeah. Oof. I mean, you, you look at um, you look at other crime scenes now. I mean, or you look at um, like the press conference. I remember there was this murder that happened in Indiana, maybe a few years later, or like in between this and Casey Anthony doing her shit, where the parents, like you, the parents are doing like a press conference with. Oh my press. god! I don't know what you're talking about. It's yeah, I remember. And then the lady, the the father's obviously like distraught and like he can barely talk like he doesn't even want to be there and then the mother's very almost very calm rehearsed almost and just very clear seems almost unperturbed turned out the mom did it and like you can tell there was a yeah okay hold on, continue no, no but like you can always like you can there's certain things that people do like there's body language gives away a lot and like speech patterns give away a lot and like you can tell when a parent talks about their dead kid like they're that you can tell that that's not a, like a thing that they can just do calmly. Like it's mm-hmm. a terrible experience. Well, there it's was how Casey Anthony got part of people. Were oh like, Casey my god, Anthony I could do that. a whole episode on Casey Anthony. Oh, we can. God. We we'll do it and, now. And we can. <laughs> we'll two parter. Come back in for part two. <laughs> <laughs>